Welcome to Energy Talks, a regular podcast series with expert discussions on power system testing topics. My name is Scott Williams from the podcast team at Omicron, and I will be your host. Hello, everyone. In this episode, we are going to discuss the importance of data management and power systems, including protection, automation, and control systems, also known as PAC systems, as well as IED networks. More specifically, we will address what you should consider in terms of data management, what is the importance of centralizing data, how to develop a data management strategy and plan, as well as which technology can be implemented to ensure greatest efficiency and reliability. With me to discuss this topic is Stefan Scherner, Head of Business Development, Data Management at Omicron. He is based in Klaus, Austria. Also with me is Will Scheibe. He is an Applications Engineer at Omicron who specializes in data management. Will is based in the United States. Stefan and Will, welcome to Energy Talks. Hey, Scott. Great to be here. Hey, Scott. Thanks for having us. Hey, thank you. Stefan, let me start with you. As power systems evolve and expand, what role does data management play in power systems, PAC systems, and IED networks? I think the future of energy is built on data. Energy distribution and management are increasingly complex, replete with challenges from changing power demand patterns and higher customer quality expectations. Good data management, or rather reliable data, is what makes the future evolution of power grid possible in the first place. Without reliable data, there is no reliable power grid. The IDs in a PAC system must therefore meet increasingly complex requirements. This also increases the requirements for handling these assets. Again, Good data management is the clue in dealing with the complexity. Okay, Stefan, what are the primary components of a data management system? I would say, from my experience, it is essential for the users in each case to use a single source of truth. The most critical goal is to have reliable and traceable data. I think fully integrated systems that synchronize with other systems are the best. However, it is very important to use a solution that is suitable for this purpose. If you think that you can do data management for RADs in a substation with, for example, an uh, IRP system, you will eventually realize that you cannot fully exploit or extend your power grid. Stefan, what are the main functions of a data management system in the power network? I would recommend it into three parts. Collect, organize, and analyze. Comprehensive data can only be collected if the receiver of the information, um, no matter if an, an human or a machine, has the possibility to manage data. Guiding the user I mean, supporting in this purpose is the backbone of reliable data. And the second is the organization of data. The organization of data makes it usable. Similar to a file folder where we keep important documents, you need to arrange 
your data as logically and organized as possible so that you can easily find what they are looking for. And good data organization is important because your data contains the key to managing your assets. And this is also the third point, analyze the data. When mm -hmm. you gain insight from the data, you can make better decisions. Okay. Are there any international standards or legal requirements that govern how data management is handled in power systems? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, there are many national and international standards in the field of data management. These are either very generic and have regulatory goals, or on the other hand, very specific in detail and purpose. There are requirements in these various standards, which for example, can only be fulfilled with data management systems. And let me give an example for this. Mm -hmm. You need a system to manage and report the evidence of performed maintenance of an asset, for example. Or you need a system to track uh, cybersecurity vulnerabilities. Okay. Thank you, Stefan. Well, I have a couple of questions for you. How do centralized data management systems work? Hey, Scott. Yeah. Um, so more or less, basically, there are devices or softwares that deposit information. Um, as Stefan mentioned, data, documents, fields, things like that. Mm -hmm. into a centralized database, which usually resides within the utility or on the web in the cloud. Um, this central database is also accessible by people or softwares or tools that can use it to analyze, create reports, make decisions, or even like plan future projects, um, as Stefan mentioned. Very good. What have been the data management challenges up to now? Yeah, well, first, let me say, you know, my perspective is obviously a little bit narrow since I live in North America. All my customers are in North America. This is my um, my region, so mm -hmm. it may be different for different markets. Uh, but I would say the main challenges I see up to now are accessibility and usability. So I would say that first we need to address that unless you're a large entity in the power system nowadays, mm -hmm. Um, and you have a lot of resources, sometimes these data management systems, you know, are out of your scope, right? If you're not very big. Um, so they can't afford to allocate people or even learn to implement data management systems, uh, much less afford the price tag. I mean, you know, if you look at these, they're very expensive. So this ends up being a big hurdle, you know, and uh, so they use Excel tools or um, other ways of, of keeping their data centralized, which or trying to manage or, or keep up with their data, which actually ends up, you know, uh, giving them a lot of issues with data consistency. Mm -hmm. um, and even the large entities that can access these tools, um, they have a lot of issues with usability. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of different data management systems and, you know, the softwares that are used to enter information um, or the interoperability between them is not very easy and it's difficult to navigate. And if you're not trained, like if you have an alignment or a technician trying to enter data, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of times that's, it's really difficult. And if they can't enter the information properly or correctly, you get, as we said before, data inconsistency issues. And that's kind of the heart of the issue 
of data management in the first place. So those are the big challenges I see right now. Okay. How should the power industry be thinking in terms of data management today and into the future? And please describe why. Well, I would say the obvious answer here is just implementation. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. you know, getting it going in the first place. I think that's the first hurdle to to have. You know, everybody trying to get their data centralized, you know, everybody working with the same information. Um, the whole grid would benefit from more data out there. Um, if everyone's keeping detailed records, recording information, uh, it would be a substantial amount of data to use. And, you know, you'd be able to analyze issues and plan for future, you know, uh, projects with greater precision. Um, mm-hmm. But I would say the less obvious answer here, something that's more of an opinion on my side, mm-hmm. the interoperability. So the ability for data to be shared and used by separate entities uh, with, you know, um, greater access. I think, you know, unless it can be shared globally, um, it's really hard to make progress in this field. Sure. Um, of course, this includes cybersecurity and other things, but that's the topic for, for maybe later. Okay. So given that, could you reiterate what is the importance of centralized data in smart grids? Well, I think the key word in your question there is uh, centralized, mm-hmm. right? Um, there needs to be access to it, right? And as Stefan mentioned earlier, we like to call it a single source of truth, right? We need right. to make sure that the data is consistent. We need to make sure that you know that what's in your database is accurate and up to date, otherwise it's meaningless, right? So how can the smart grid make decisions and operate properly if it doesn't have accurate and up-to-date data? Okay, very good. What types of power system technologies and functions should be covered by a data management system to make the power grid truly smart? This is a good question. Um, I think it really depends on what you mean by smart. Um, I think this word gets thrown around a lot in the power sure. industry. Um, yeah. You know, I wouldn't, it's not AI we're talking about, right? It's just adaptable, right? Mm-hmm. So I think generally, you know, to to uh, to kind of cop out on this answer, it's the more data, the better, right? We want mm-hmm. more information. Um, you know, as long as you built a decent network infrastructure, your servers are big enough, you want all the data, you know, feed me. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think if, you know, if you need to prioritize, I would say that there's a few that I would prioritize above all others. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the obvious one here is metering, you know, being able to have a view into your grid, uh, customers, power systems. Um, the other thing is, is having communication with your protection devices and being able to access their event records. Um, mm-hmm. you know, these are the ones making the decisions. The protection devices make the grid smart. So, um, I think these are the ones that we need to be talking to and have, they need to have access to information too. Um, and then of course, records, right? Keeping track of what we've been doing. We have to have a history of records to prove that we're keeping, you know, up to government standards. Um, you know, we have to be able to analyze past events and also, you know, get a, get a learn from your mistakes. So you got to keep records of everything. I think if you have to prioritize, those are the things I would prioritize on. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Will. Stefan, coming back to you, what are your recommendations for developing a strategy and plan for an effective power industry-specific data management system? A very interesting question. (laughs) Um, For a successful data strategy, you must first be clear about a general goal to be addressed. 
Mm-hmm. Um, let me give you an example that will it makes a little bit clearer. In the commercial sector, the primary objective is to protect the data itself. All processes and measures are focused on this. Mm-hmm. In our area, and when I say in our area, I mean the operational area, um, the grid operation. Mm-hmm. It's primarily about protection, uh, protecting the assets. This means that in our context, it is about protecting the assets or to be more precise about the correct operation. This means that here again, we meet the requirement for reliable data. Once the strategy has been defined, the operational implementation takes place. An interface must be defined and work processes have to be Mm -hmm. adapted. In my experience, this is a very delicate step that requires the involvement of all involved peoples or in all involved employees of a company. Mm -hmm. Okay. What types of data management tools would you recommend and why? Yes, um, there are only a few dedicated commercial solutions on the market with a focus on IDs for a pack environment. I know customer who's there for hire engineering companies to develop custom solutions. However, I think this is an extremely short-term view. Um, it may be that such solutions covered 100% of the current requirements, but due to the constantly growing complexity resulting from the digital transformations, mm-hmm. constant further development must be taken into account. On the one hand, this is very expensive for a single customer, and on the other hand, competencies must be reserved for specification or further development. This is not the core competence of an utility. Even tough, there are only a few commercial solutions on the market, but in my mind, they do exist. How is Omicron involved with power system data management? Omicron had a lot of experience in the field of data management. Several units deal with multiple solutions in this area. For example, Atmovis Insight, which has been focusing on the requirement of secondary technology, um, especially for uh, secondary testers for more than 10 years, Mm -hmm. or PTM Data Sync and Analytics, which allows a comprehensive condition assessment for primary specific equipment. Um, And thirdly, another area that has a special and important meaning in the upcoming time in the area around solutions of cybersecurity. Comprehensive data management is the basis for any development. As you can see, Omicron took the right steps years ago to provide solutions in this area um, for our customers. Okay. What are some of the ways our listeners can learn more about best practices for data management at Omicron? We offer webinars on a regular basis, um, and we are also always present with our topics and every Omicron hosts events or fairs. And I think 
please feel free to contact us at any time. We know that every customer has a very individual requirements in this area. And uh, we take the time to talk to our customer on this special topic. Okay. In summary, I have one last question for both of you. Based on your experiences, do you have any final tips for our listeners about going about centralized data management in the best possible way? Will, let me start with you. Well, I think the answer is obvious, uh, by ADMO. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, seriously, though, I think, um, as Stefan said, I think the first thing to look at is just getting centralized at all, right? That's uh -huh. the hardest part. Um, he mentioned the data management tools are not so easy to come by. Um, you know, when I say centralized data, I don't mean spreadsheets on a network drive, right? We're not talking about Excel tools. I'm talking about a server with information that has backed up that you want to have redundancy so that you can make sure that you won't lose any information mm -hmm. working on the same page. I think that's first and foremost, the biggest thing that, um, you know, customers, uh, can try to do, right? That's the first thing you should look at. If you're already there, you're doing great. That's awesome, right? Um, if you're looking for a tip, then I would say um, make the data easier to put in and get out. So if you already have a data management system, look at making the process, getting in, getting data in, getting data out easier. Mm -hmm. um, the biggest problem I see is that the tools they have, people aren't trained, they're not using it properly. Get trained, use your tools properly and then use that data in meaningful ways. Otherwise, you know, a lot of effort for not much reason. Okay, Will, you mention um, understanding how to do this. I understand that you perform trainings at Omicron on the topic of data management. Could you tell me a bit more about that? Yeah, so um, obviously Omicron provides a couple of different data management softwares, one of those being ADMO. Um, and with our customers who use ADMO or are looking to get their data centralized, I help them um, learn how to use the software. But it's much more than that, right? You help them learn how to use the software, and then you talk to them about their processes for mm -hmm. getting data in, um, how, who is in charge of what information, who is in charge of what tasks. And I think that's really important, you know, as a trainer to show people that there's a better way of getting their data in because when you think about centralizing all your data that seems like a, such a a uh, daunting task right it's not something that seems so straightforward oh we'll just put all of our data in a server most mm -hmm. people don't even know how a server works so this is something that we provide with omicron something that i help our customers with just kind of consulting and learning how the, their processes work and trying to help them make a plan right and that goes it's all part of the training because okay. in order to use the software properly, you have to know how the whole thing works. So definitely. Okay. Well, thank you, Stefan. Um, let's let's. I'd like to ask you about your recommendations. Do you have any final tips for our listeners about going about centralized data management in the best possible way? I think well addresses exactly that. What I would um, say. I try to give my answer. Um, in uh, in another context or with another words, um, <laughs> I think technical systems are not smart by collecting single data, but by a combination of data as information base for the right response from the system. 
then the systems may solve its task in a in a smart way. And I recommend do not underestimate the potential of such dedicated data management uh, systems for dealing with IEDs in a, in a PEC environment. Stefan and Will, thank you both very much for joining me for this discussion and for offering us some insights into centralized data management. Thank you for the invitation. I was very happy to talk about the topic and uh, do not forget at least um, the future of energy is built on data. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. Appreciate it. Thank you very much, both of you. And a big thank you to our audience for listening to this episode of Energy Talks. We always welcome your questions and feedback. Simply send us an email to podcast at omicronenergy.com. Omicron has several years of experience in power system testing, as well as the management of power grid data. And it offers you the matching solution for your application. For more information, be sure to visit our website at omicronenergy.com. Be sure to look under training for the latest information about online courses and webinars offered by Omicron Academy. Please join us to listen to the next episode of Energy Talks. Goodbye for now, everyone. Mm -hmm.